Are you ready for this? I'm ready. <laughs> you got your earbuds? Yeah, I got them in, so should be good to go. So I got to ask you, because the podcast is called Behind the Wheel, are you always behind the wheel? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So living in Baltimore, in the inner city, I was present when the Freddie Gray riots occurred. Baltimore was actually the first city in America to come up with a essentially legal way to ban African-Americans' property ownership within white residential areas. Transformation is a two-sided marketplace where we introduce artisanal and emerging uh, brands, mainly snack brands, to consumers at key moments where they're most engaged. Hi, I'm Derek, and this is Behind the Wheel, a show dedicated to highlighting the accomplishments of ordinary people who are doing extraordinary things within the community. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Oxley, and today's episode is brought to you by the folks at the Creative Running Collection, an eclectic ensemble of artists from all walks of life and disciplines. I mean, we're talking established to wannabe writers, actors, directors, artists, bloggers, vloggers, videographers, podcasters, journalists, producers, and editors who are passionate about creating content for running and entertainment purposes. Still, but more importantly, they inspire people to pursue a healthy lifestyle by helping them identify their purpose, maximize their potential accelerate their growth and continuing the cycle. In other words, they help people IMAC their life. So, if you've got some hidden talent and you're looking for a safe place to express, own, and display your talent, shoot them an email at the Behind the Wheel Morning Show at gmail.com. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner or know of an entrepreneur or small business owner looking to advertise in the Behind the Wheel podcast, but weren't certain as to whether or not there was a possibility, we have eliminated all the guesswork. It certainly is a reality. Who's this we you're talking about? You know it's just you. I'm not going to go with we. We now have... Be going with we? I think we're going to go with we. Let's try. We now have the ability for you to sponsor an episode. How cool is that? Your ad can run pre, mid, or post-roll. Simply visit coffee.com forward slash btw podcast the details will be in the show notes that's ko hyphen fi dot com forward slash btw podcast and one of the cool things about coffee.com is it allows supporters of the show to buy me a cup of coffee you all know i like coffee so shout out to latoya shante soul inspired kimberly hall and kim isaiah that's why I'm all hyped up on this coffee. Oh, man, I didn't record any of that. You lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was recording that because that would have been funny. The camera's all over the place. But, yeah, usually just like the, the beginning part, just so you can get comfortable and, and, and situated. And I guess we already got you all, all, all comfortable and, and set in place. Where are you from originally, Felicia? I'm originally from Alexandria, Virginia. Okay. Now residing in uh, Maryland, Silver Springs, Maryland. Uh, no, I'm in District Heights, Maryland. District Heights, Maryland. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're a coffee drinker, right? Yay and they. Oh. <laughs> okay, D&D, that's why we had this conversation. Okay, so we know where we're at. We're going to get started, um, do a brief introduction. Any questions for me before? Um... Not really. Like, you know, I'm here, so let's get, let's do it. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, the volume on your phone up? Um... I can hear you. You can hear me? Okay. All right. So we should be good. I'll just have to turn it up in the editing process. 
Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, Derek Baby Oxfordio, D-Rock, D-Living Stone. Yo, that used to be the old introduction. I just remembered it, but I don't say it anymore. <laughs> good afternoon, good morning, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Wheel. I'm your host, D-Ivan Oxley. Oh, that's that, you know, for whatever station I might be on. But this is for you. This is, the, this is for the episode here. We're here today with this fabulous woman. I became familiar <laughs> with her. Through a picture that I saw of a mask, this mask was straight fire, yo. When I seen it, I said, this lady has talent. She has creativity. I've got to find out more about her. I did a pre-call with her, and I think she damaged my eye ducts because (laughs) they weren't working properly afterwards. She's originally from Virginia, now residing in the Maryland area. Give it up for Felicia Thomas! How are you doing today, lady? I am doing really good. Thank you. Thank you. So excited to be on here. Yes. Oh, my God. I, I, I am also. I, I, I missed, we missed a chunk of like the, the, the pre-stuff before we um, actually got started recording um, some good content. I was like, shucks, I didn't first record. <laughs> but I would have to have gotten it cleared with her people. But before we go any further, you know, people got to know, you know, are you a D&D lady or are you a five bucks lady? I am actually a five bucks lady. I do love Starbucks, but uh, D&D is right up the street. So <laughs> D&D it is, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm scheduled to, um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to get black and bold on the show, you know, black owned coffee company. Um, I probably have to eliminate that segment should they agree to be on the show because I don't think they'll say, that, you know, they're D&D or or five bucks. They're probably drinking black and bold if they're a black-owned coffee company, right? Hey, let me know, y'all. Get that coffee up in here, man. <laughs> yeah, so y'all heard that, right? Get that coffee up in there. We're going to find up where... <laughs> yeah, exactly where up in here is. So for the folks who don't know you, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got started uh, down this fabulous road of creating. Okay, so... Uh... I'm Felicia Thomas, and uh, I go by the name Be So Crafty. Uh, I've been crafting for over the last past 10, 11 years. I started out making uh, soap, and um, then I moved on to uh, refurbishing furniture, upholstery, sewing, you name it. Most likely, I've done it. Um, everything that I've done been based on my life struggle. Mm-hmm. And uh, just working my way up the ranks, uh, the crafting ranks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yo, and so t- t- tell, tell, tell us the um, the furniture, the refurbishing furniture uh, story. Because when I heard that, I was like, yo, this is, this is a gem tucked in between here. So I got into refurbishing furniture after uh, my ex-husband, after I left my ex-husband. Um, I moved into my apartment and I didn't have any furniture. So uh, I would go to the Goodwill, shop around for miscellaneous things, and I came across um, a sideboard uh, buffet table. Um, I went home. um, I did some research on how to refurbish it. So I refurbished it. I painted it, and I posted it on social media. Uh, A lady saw it, and she bought it for me. I I only paid—I think I paid about— 20, 30, can't really remember, but I know she paid. <laughs> she paid about $600 for that piece. And once she did that, I didn't really go into sales, but I had to replace 
what she had purchased. So once I replaced it, somebody else purchased it. So then I started refurbishing furniture. Yep. Mm. See that that's I, I don't those stories just like capture me and I'm like, yo, so you went there's a there's a guy, um, he goes around, Gary V, and he um he does these um tag sales where he goes and he, he buys up furniture, you know, just little Chotsky items and then flips them. And he was telling yeah. people there's money that can be made in flipping stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, no, nah, you know, you, you find something on the side of the road. The road. And, mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then refurbish it, you know? Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, so I'm, I'm on the road to minimalism, you know, after following. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm trying to clean, have some straight, clean lines. I mean, I look in the studio behind you and I'm like, oh man, this oh, is, yeah. this is so luxurious. <laughs> yo, I tuned into one of your, 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 um, your live feeds. I'm like, yo. Mm-hmm. Just setting the mood, like candles and setting the mood. Absolutely, absolutely. Sangria and not just one sangria. <laughs> you know, she the, the, the client asked for one, and she said, "Well, not to buy, just get one." Her friends what might want mean? three or four flavors. They want options. So me uh, on this road to um minimalism, I I pull out have these have these nightstands in my studio, and I said, "Let me." I got to get rid of these things. So I'm just going to bite the bullet, took all the clothes out, put them outside. And I was going to take a picture of these two nightstands, come back in the house, get the camera. One of them is gone. Yep. That sounds about right. (laughs) You know, I turn around, I say, let me, let me get ready to snap the picture. And as I'm about to snap the photo, the guy's grabbing the other one. I'm like, I don't want to, you know. Fair game. Once you put it outside. That's it. And I put the sign on there free. Yeah, yeah, somebody's gonna come get it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and so to be able to see the possibilities, and I, I think that's something that you Absolutely. that you definitely have within you. Um, so this mask that that you started, um, that started you in, into into where we are now. Yeah. That I think is what broke my 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 tear ducts. So yeah, share that with people because I want them to so, try also. <laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> so um, as we, um, as I briefly told you, so the the me making the mask wasn't something that I was going for profit. Once again, it was just um, uh, I had signed a lease for my business February the twenty eighth, um, and I didn't really have any money when I signed the lease for my business. Um, around March, um, matter of fact, the, the date was March the 15th, um, I had to make that call to cancel uh, my grand opening, which was supposed to be March 20th. Um, oh, here we go. <laughs> and so uh, March 15th that night, I was like, well, since we in this pandemic, you know, I need to see if I can make myself a mask, you know? So I made my mask like around one o'clock in the morning, boop, boop, put it together. Um, the next morning I woke up and I was like, this looks pretty good. This, this looks kind of cute. So um, I used some car fabric uh, to make the, make the mask and I posted the picture that morning, March 16th. I had no idea <laughs> that it was going to like blow up the way that it did. Mm-hmm. Um, I started getting like request after request after request. And, you know, first thing I did was when I started seeing people inquiring, I added it to my website immediately just so I could, so I wouldn't have to deal with the inbox messages and that, that cash app thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I added it to my, my website. 
Next, you know, I'm starting to see like 500, 1,000, 300, this. I mean, like it was just coming, it was coming in, the, it was coming in so fast. The orders were coming in so fast that I would have to shut down. I don't know if you saw that on my page. <laughs> I would have to close my books because so much was coming in and, you know, I had to sew these masks up. So, um, yeah, that's how it happened. And so between March 16th and up until maybe even today, I'm probably at like uh, $30,000 mm. from mask sales alone from wow. um, March 16th to August 30. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. funded my whole business. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So hearing this thing, you know, I'm sitting there and she, she, um, it pulled on my, my heartstrings. I don't know. Maybe I think my ear ducts were broken, but yo, it, it is incredible. When I, when I tell you to just see a need and then step in and fill the need. And as a result, like you could probably walk us around. They could see like the backdrop and oh my goodness. <laughs> it's like, you get a grand tour. Like this is a, like, this is a podcast. We're not doing no grand tour. Yeah, Cause it's got the camera. You got the camera, but don't, no, no, don't, no, no. just turn, okay. just, just okay. lean this I'll, way. Oh, well, I'll, I can lean. If you so, lean. Yeah. Yeah. So, so y'all can see, go ahead, go ahead. You, 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 you talk. So this is, um, this is the shop. And then this artwork that's on the wall is, uh, my shop is a little messy. So, cause I was only expected to be on a standstill. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell us about the, uh, the, the, the artwork that's on that right there, the mural by the mural. Mia. So the mural is by Mia Duvall. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a artist here in the DMV. Um, she actually did a very famous restaurant called, um, Ben's Chili Bowl. Mm. Uh, Ben's Chili Bowl is uh, a historic uh, restaurant hot dog place uh, where the president, uh, famous African-American singers um, uh, 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 have gone there and she did the mural on the side of the wall. She mm. also have done the murals at uh, Busboys and Poets mm-hmm. um, and other uh, places in the DMV area. Mm. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking at this. So I'm hearing this story, and I don't know if you were in the space the day we spoke, or or what. But I remember when I when I when I when I, when I tuned into the live. But I tell you, she had she had the sangria out, um, like to set the mood. This was like coming home. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Why is why are those things so important to you? So um, those things are important to me because I do feel like everybody deserves to be catered to. Um, Just because I'm a workshop doesn't mean that I have to be the traditional workshop where you would come in and, you know, it's bright, you get messy and, you know, it's stuff cluttered everywhere. Um, It's so important for me to make sure that my clients have an experience. And the experience is being able to sit down, relax, get that mood, you feeling sexy, you're doing artwork. And when you go home, you take that candle, you burn it, and you know, you do what you do afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so he won't mind you me. going to that to the workshop. Be like, yo, y'all better set if you don't know about if you're in the DMV or you want to travel on it, send your lady to to Fee's workshop, man. She gonna come back home with a candle. Absolutely. Not even just that. So we do do paint and sips. We actually have one coming up August the 1st. We do paint and sips. Mm -hmm. We do soap making classes. 
We do um, dirty poor classes. Uh, we do sewing classes. And I'm actually that just uh, so dirty poor. What is that? So dirty poor is when you um, it's called paint poor and a dirty poor, and you would put a whole bunch of different colors inside of a cup or a container or whatever, and you would pour it all over a canvas, and mm-hmm. then you have to like move the canvas in a certain way to get that abstract art, and that's called dirty pouring. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> she didn't say porn. She said dirty porn. Like I, that's, that's what it's called. It's called yeah. dirty porn. <laughs> maybe maybe I was thinking maybe I was thinking porn. But anyhow, it, it so it it is you kept you come up with these catchy terms that makes it inviting. So the names like oh what is this class about? Oh what is that? Oh yeah. About? So yeah, I just I just added my um, drunken matte paint and sip class. So that's pretty awesome. That was a great turnout. Uh, my first class was on this past Friday, and that was absolutely amazing. And basically, you're just stenciling um, a mat, but you know you get to express yourself. Um, as to what you want the mat to say on your own. And I thought that that was really be really good because when you first walk up to someone's house, you know, your mat is your introduction. Mm-hmm. So you set the tone of how it's going to be when, you know, when these people walk into your house. So I thought the drunken mat paint class would be awesome because, again, you get to say what it is that you want to say before your guests come in welcome or black lives matter or we manifesting shit in here you know whatever the case may be you set the tone for people before they step foot through your house and the best way to do it is what you want to stay on your doormat Mm. (laughs) it's it's like it must be a um like i'm interested to see what those creative sessions look like behind the scenes with your team and you guys are brainstorming ideas um well i don't necessarily have a team um as i told you before um this is something that i've been wanting to do for the last past 10 years Mm -hmm. um i used to work for a transit company and um it was a very toxic environment that I was working in. Mm-hmm. I always knew that I wanted to be a crafter. I always knew I wanted to have my own um, workspace, but I was scared to take that jump. I was scared to take that leap. And um, I think we talked about the tower moment. Mm-hmm. And what happens is in life, when you are, when you have a purpose, when you have a destiny, um, and you don't fulfill that destiny or you're not moving towards that destiny, um, God, the universe will uh, set traps for you in your life to get you to go in a direction of where you're supposed to be. Um, nine times out of 10, it's a, it's a life-changing event. I don't know if you ever had an experience like that, mm-hmm. but it's one of those really, really bad experiences in your life where you like, what am I going to do now? You're, you're on your knees. You're praying, God, you're like, oh my God, what is it that I'm going to do, okay? Yeah. It could come in the form of a job. It could come in the form of a, 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 a spouse, a loved one, you know, anything, a death. It could come in any form. In that moment, that's considered a tower moment. And you have two options in your tower moments of your mm-hmm. life. You can either continue doing what you're doing and uh, uh, not getting to where you want to be at. Um, not dealing with your childhood, um, your childhood issues, 
Or you can take that moment and you can learn from the experience and you can start to redirect yourself into the direction that you are destined to go in. Okay. And it's funny because I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine last night on this topic. And this is really how I got to where I am. And once I had that tower moment, I decided like, you know what? I've been doing everything wrong. Let me try God's way. Let me try the universe way. Let me just get rid of all the toxicity, the job, the man, the the, the BS, the friends. And I just was like, boom, I quit my job. I left my job. I had no money. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I tell you I left my job, I left my job with no money. Um, like I, I only had what $47 and 42 cent when I got my bit, when I signed the lease February 28th, that's all I had in my account. Okay. Now the most important thing when you're coming to moving into your destiny is you're going to get tested still along the way. And, and, and when you're tested, you're text, you're, you're tested through the same type of people who you have been dealing with within your life mm-hmm. that has stopped you from getting to that next level. There are people that come into your life that will stop you from reaching your goals and your destiny. Those mm-hmm. are called energy vampires. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard of that term. Yeah, sap, sap your, uh, <laughs> sap the life will, out of you. They will suck the living life out of you. Mm-hmm. And you have to be responsible enough to be able to walk away from these people. You have to walk away from these people. And so when I did that, I was a smoker. I smoked for. Gosh, I think I was a smoker for 20 years. What you and was smoking? I mean, Newports? Newports, man. Newports. <laughs> Come holler at me. I was on that front step, smoking about Newports, and just everything was just wrong. Mm-hmm. September the 19th, after I had my tower moment, um, August the 24th, I was sitting on my balcony. And I had smoked my 10th cigarette back to back to back to back to back. Because mm. what I had went through was pretty traumatic. And this lady walked by mm-hmm. and she was smoking a cigarette. And immediately I said, that's what I look like. I put the cigarette out and never mm. picked up another cigarette again. Wow. Okay. Then I started working out. Building back up my self-esteem. I started working out every day, every day. I mean, I was going to the gym every single day. Building up, didn't even know I was building up my confidence at the time, but I just Mm -hmm. needed something to get some of that anger out and everything that had happened to me. I just needed to get it all out and I took it out on that treadmill every day. You broke that treadmill? What? (laughs) (laughs) And I started believing in myself, getting stronger. And when you're on that path, that path to reach your goals and your destiny, the God is going to start moving all those people out your way mm-hmm. without you even having to do it. They're going to just, because your light is going to start shining through. Mm-hmm. Okay? And once that happened, it was smooth sailing. I, I, like I said, I spoke to my realtor in January. She knew I had no money. But I had been dealing with my realtor for the last past four years. Mm-hmm. So... Her coming back on the scene, and she's like, you know what? We're going to do this. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to do it. When I got my building, I really only had $47.42. She got me me three months free on my rent, on my lease. In this spot, she got me three months free, right? So I was like, all I got to do is just book out the classes, make the money. And I did. I booked out my classes. 
But like I said, Corona hit. People Pafee, wanted their money back. Pafee, tell, tell, tell us, tell us the, uh, sh- share with the audience before you, you got this place, this building that you saw and um, you walked up to it and you had this vision about opening, doing what you're doing in that space, and, but didn't okay. take action. Okay, so yeah, so uh, 2016 with my realtor who I was just speaking about, um, we went to go see this storefront in Old Town Alexandria on King Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went there, we went inside, it was perfect. Everything was perfect, okay? Um, we got to the table, they was like $4,000 a month for the lease. I got shook. And I was like, I can't afford this. And I walked away from the table. So last year, okay, well, I think it was last year, I happened to be walking down Old Town Alexandria. I had some things to take care of down there. And I'm walking. I'm like, well, let me go back to see what this store that I was going to get, what it is. Yo, I went, walked in front of the store. Literally, it was the exact same thing that I wanted to do with the store. I'm not going to name the store, but put it like this. It's basically workshop at the end of the name of the shop. Mm. And it so when I when I tell you that that was a moment where it was put into my face, I tried to show you what it was that I wanted to give you. But you walked away from this. Now I'm going to show you what it looked like. Mm. And to stand there, I cried and I cried and I cried. I didn't go inside that day, but I went and I went back and I went inside and I just. It was unreal to me. Mm. Still, when I talk about it, it's still unreal to me. So I knew then. It's no more games. Mm-hmm. It's no more games. You can't play no more. Like God, you know, everybody, everything is showing you that this is what you're supposed to be doing. And when I tell you smooth sailing, it's, I mean, I have my days when it's rough, it's hard. I'm not getting business like that because of um, the pandemic, but I am happy. I cannot stress to you enough how happy I am. And to see him, what what that can do. Mm -hmm. This is what what can happen. You know, you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. Whatever passion you have, whatever love you have doing, whatever puts a smile on your face, run in that direction. Because whenever trials and tribulations come through, it's not going to seem like the end of the world to you because what's for you is what's for you. What God has planned for you is for you. Somebody can be doing the same exact thing you're doing. It don't matter. Everybody's spaghetti do not taste the same, even if they had the same ingredients. You hear me? Mm -hmm. So you have to know that you're going to make it. You have to believe that you're going to make it. You have to have the the mentality that everything is going to be okay, period. Don't let nobody sway you. Don't let nobody try to bring you down because they will. Oh, the enemy is always working mm-hmm. 24-7, seven days a week. They're going to test you. They're going to try to knock you off your path. You got to have a strong discernment and you have to remove those people swiftly and quickly, period. And that's what I live by. And ever since I've been doing that, I had no problems, no mm-hmm. problems at all. And it starts to attract uh, people. We're, we're, 
like the 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 boxes behind us. The boxes behind us. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Let's get it. <laughs> so the crazy story about that is, so when I first learned how to sew, which was like seven, eight years ago, mm-hmm. my first machine was a Janome machine. They're going to be so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Shout my out to Janome. Right out to Janome. So my first machine I learned how to sew on was a Janome. Um, it's the HD 1000. Um, fast forward to now, um, I contacted Janome. I sent them a, a, a DM mm-hmm. um, and I told them, hey, I want to be a maker. I want to be an ambassador. Got no response. But, you know, I'm, I know me. I'm going to keep going. I keep messaging, messaging, messaging. Finally, somebody responded. Okay. What what do you need? All right, so I need a couple of machines. You know, I want to put them in my shop. Now, I had already purchased other machines, but I wanted to be an affiliate with Janome. So, Janome. Um, because I love their machines. Uh, it's like a horse. They work like a race horse. I never had an issue with my machine. Never had to replace anything. They're easy to deal with. They get through leather. They get through thick denim. So I just never really needed another machine um, after dealing with Janome. Um, so why not, you know, since my career was expanding in the sewing community and they didn't really have um, African-American makers, um, why not be the first? So like I said, I contacted them and finally they announced me as their uh, maker. I think it was like two or three weeks ago. Um, I was announced as a maker. Absolutely. Yep. Yep, oh, yep. Keep y'all not clapping. I'm going to insert some <laughs> applause in here. They're going to respond. Hey, Don't worry about it. <laughs> and when I tell you, like, they sent me 25 top-of-the-line sewing machines. I got two Skyline 9s sitting right here. These are $3,000 machines. I got, what's that, seven or eight Skyline 7s. That's their series before that. So they wasted no time making sure that I had what I needed in my shop. That's why I am telling you right now, if you are out there mm-hmm. and you are trying to figure out what it is that you want to do and how you're going to do it, all you have to do is manifest what it is that you want for you. And you pray to that man upstairs. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you're going to get it. And you're going to get more than what you asked for. I didn't ask for that many, but I got it. Mm -hmm. Because we don't know what God has planned for us. You hear me? So I'm just all the way around thankful. Mm -mm. We are $47.42. Yo, I heard that story. I was sitting there like, yo, I'm 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 not supposed to be crying. Why? Why you got me crying? You got got my tears. It was it was a pleasure um, hearing the story. I wanted to hear it again. I'm probably going to be listening to it. Not probably. I will be listening to it during the editing phase. But if you're not following Felicia Thomas, where can the people follow you? Where, they can, where can they find out more about the workshops, the things, all so, the fabulous things that you're doing? <laughs> so you can catch me at uh, FSC Workshop on Instagram. That's my business page for my workshop. Or you can also follow me at Fiso Crafty, which is my original um, page. That's where I do all my sewing, my soaping. You see everything on there as well. So, yeah, that's where you can find me. Oh, man. So what is next for you, Felicia? So when is that book now, coming out? <laughs> oh, 
don't. <laughs> so yeah, I did write a book. <laughs> so right now I'm in the process of looking for a illustrator for my book. It's a children's book. So I'm in the process of looking for yo, an illustrator yo, yo, right yo. now. If I, if I told you that I just <laughs> finished interviewing a, um, a, a an author who had this fabulous illustrator, Stop. would you think I was making this up? No, nah, I wouldn't. And she's, it's a children's <laughs> book. Nia really? is a triathlete, and in, 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 you know she's a triathlete, black triathlete, and she wanted to get her daughter, her daughter, she wanted to get her niece into the sport. Her niece wants to be an Olympian, so she said, okay. you know, she, she's athletic, so she wrote this book about because under the underrepresentation of African Americans within the triathlon sport. So she okay. wrote this book and was looking for an illustrator. Went through about eighty contestants, possible, you know, illustrators, and found one who's an African-American illustrator. Um, his name, I don't have her information right in front of me, but after we finish the call, I will send him uh, your way. He's, she's an illustrator. Please but I know, you, yes. yeah, you know, she, and it's a children's book. And I know wow. Mia, I'm going to have her on the show. Thank you for, for, for sharing her. She's the, uh, if you're looking for a mural. And I wonder if that store that you mentioned, is that the same spot that, that Shonda Rhimes, uh, used in the show where the politicians would have to go by this place and um i forget the, it, it's part of what is that um show my sister watches it but oh, i think it must be it must be loosely based off of this place because it sounds like this this popular spot that that the uh, the candidates would have to go by all the politicians that go by there and then they yeah. have to but millie i think went to to the place and then she didn't really eat the the she didn't really have anything. And it was like, yo, you wasn't really there. Why you was lying? What's the name of the show? You got to tell me the name of the show. Shonda Rhimes. Um, what is the name of... Oh, my God. I forget her show. <laughs> I don't watch it. My sister watched it. I did watch it because she's a writer. It's um with Fitz. Shonda Rhimes. Oh, with Fitz. Oh, you talking about... Um, oh, my God. See, now I don't feel so bad. Like we remember your show, Shonda. I just, it just slips you, man. I, 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 I listen to your master class. Don't, oh don't be God, mad. I'm so, I'm so like, and it's right here. I Scandal. Know exactly what Scandal. Hey. Uh, dig, 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 dig. I, I, I won. I won. It's over. It's a wrap. Yo. You got that. You got that. Thank you so much, Felicia. If y'all, if you are not following her, you definitely need to be following her. A ton of information, inspiration. I'm waiting for the book. If you need to illustrate, I'm sending you the information. We out. Thank you All so right. very much. Bye, guys. Peace. <laughs>